In the last three broadcasts, we have been talking about how to study the Bible in a practical way. As I said before, in these tapes, we're not able to do everything that ought to be done in giving you a Bible study course, but we've been talking about some very practical issues. For instance, we've been trying to discuss the matter of mystical or magical ways of reading the Bible, and we rejected those. The Bible isn't just to be read so many verses per day and as if that would do something for you when you don't understand those verses. Better to read one verse and understand it and get it uh, geared into your life during that day than to read uh, long sections that you don't understand and to cover the Bible in a year and that kind of thing that people try to do. No, I think that it's much better that we start off by saying we will understand the Bible at all costs. That will be our goal, not just to read it, but to understand it. And remember as I began, I said there were two things fundamental to this whole thing. That is, when we come away from any Bible study, we ought to know, uh, first, what the passage means, and secondly, what it means concretely in my life. That is, how specifically it's going to change my life this day and from now on. So that's two things that we must get, not only the meaning abstractly, but the meaning concretely in terms of what it does to my business activities, what it does to my home life, and so on. So we have then a book that is geared toward doing two things, uh, and we must get two things out of it. It is geared toward teaching us to love God, with all of our heart, mind, body, soul, and strength, and it's geared toward teaching us how to love our neighbor as ourselves. There are four methods for doing this, uh, teaching us what God's requirements are, 2 Corinthians 3.16, and in that verse, secondly, teaching us when we have failed to meet them, convicting us of our sinful failures to do what the Bible says, thirdly, correcting us, getting us out of the mess, and fourthly, training us in the way of righteousness. Now, at the end of every Bible study that you do, you ought to be able to think of it in those terms. And I want you to write down those things so that you'll get them. Uh, get your piece of paper and pencil right now. I'll talk for a minute while you get a hold of it, and uh, I'll let you then start writing down those things that you should know at the end of every Bible study that you do. All right, now you have your pencil, pencil and paper. Go on, I see you hunting for it. Get it. I'll wait just a minute longer. Go ahead. All right, now have you got it? All right, here we go. First thing you write down is, what does the passage mean? Got that now? What does the passage mean? Second thing I want you to write down is this. What does it mean concretely in my life? What does it mean concretely in my life? You might jot down under that, those of you who write rather rapidly. Uh, that is, how is it going to change my life in some way? Every passage of Scripture ought to change your life in some way. Now, here are the ways generally in which it should change your life. First, it should help you to love God more. Love God more. Write that down. And secondly, love my neighbor as I should. Love my neighbor as I should. Love God more. Love my neighbor as I should. All right, so we have then... Uh, first of all, what does the passage mean? What does it mean concretely to me to change my life? And how does it help me to love God and to love my neighbor better? And then get 2 Timothy 3.16 down. 
because 2 Timothy 3.16 gives you the four ways in which you will become uh, more loving toward God and toward your neighbor if you use the Bible properly. First, it should teach you what God requires. Teach you what God requires. Write that down. Teach you what God requires. All right, you got that? The Bible should teach me what God requires. Secondly, it should convict me of my sin. Convict me of my sin. Convict me of my sin. It should show me how I have failed to meet those requirements, that is. Failed to meet those requirements. If you got that down now. Convict me of my sin, that is, to, uh, how I have failed to meet what the Bible, what God requires of me. Thirdly, uh, 2 Timothy 3.16 says that I should uh, be corrected by the Bible shown not only where I was wrong, but how I can get out of the wrong things that I have done, how I can get out of those wrong things, and how I can start on the right way again. That's correction. How to get out of the mess and how to get started in the right way again. All right? It should correct me. And then lastly, fourthly, the Bible should show me not only those things, but it should show me how to stay out of those those wrong things, how to stay out of those sins. It should train me in righteousness, train me in the ways that please God, not only how to stay out, but how to go in the right way. It should get me off the wrong path, correct me, and it should get me on the right path and teach me how to stay in that right path and not to fall back into the same old sins again and again and again so that I'm everlastingly working with the same problems once more. All right, now you've got all that down on paper. Don't put that pen down now. I've got one more thing for you to write down. That's the new thing I'm going to talk about, start talking about today, and I'm going to talk about for two more broadcasts after this. So bring your paper and pencil along later on. All right, now I want you to write this down as the, as the new thing. Draw a line across the page, because this is going to be so startlingly new to you that you will have, uh, you'll have to think about it all by itself. All right, now have you got it? In every Bible passage, I want you to look for its purpose. Its purpose. You say, that's not all that startling. All right, now you, you just get that down, and I'll talk about it in a minute. What is the purpose of this passage that I'm studying? Write that down. What is the purpose of this passage that I'm studying? What is its purpose? Now, most people who study the Bible fail to look for the purpose in the passage. They fail to discover what God the Holy Spirit intended to do with the reader in that passage. That's what I mean by purpose. What was, you might put as a subheading, what is the Holy Spirit's intention in this passage? What does he intend to do to me? How does he want to change me? What does he want to, want to do? How can I know his purpose? What is it? Now, it's important to study in context. It's important to get commentaries and learn how to use them. It's important to use Bible dictionaries and learn how to use them. It's important to learn how to use a concordance, and we'll talk a little bit about that as we go on in these broadcasts. But all of this is done for one reason and one reason only, so that you might know the intention of the Holy Spirit in every passage that you study, so that you might learn his purpose in that passage, what he intends to do to the reader, how he intends to change the reader by those words. That is the sum and substance of what you need in order to make all those other things that you wrote down above that line come true. If you know what he intends to do, 
to use specifically in a given passage, then when you do it, you can love God more or love your neighbor more. Then you do understand the passage and you understand what it means in your life concretely. Then you really can change in the ways, those four ways that Second uh, Timothy 3.16 suggests. But unless you know the purpose, if you only know the facts about the passage and neglect the purpose, you're in soup. And that's why most Christians are in soup in their Bible study. They just don't know why God put it there, what he wanted to do to them, how he wanted to change them, what the Holy Spirit's intentions or purpose was. So always write down at the end of every Bible study a purpose statement in one sentence and say, the Holy Spirit intends to do blank to me in this passage. Lord, help us to really study the Bible with purpose, we pray in Christ's name, amen.